welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Luga the Barbarian. I'm here with fellow worker Ian, who is making some pretty cool role-playing game content. Fellow worker Ian, welcome. Hello, and thank you. Thank you for coming. Can you tell our listeners what you're making? <laughs> I am making a few things. One project I'm actively working on is called The Vigil. It's uh, essentially about, imagine magical girl anime like Sailor Moon, except the protagonists lose and their world is destroyed, but they survive. And then you get a few of these survivors of different magical fighting teams who band together and decide, we're not gonna let that happen to anyone else. And so, it is a game about found family and coping with trauma and rescuing others from the same bad stuff that happened to you. Can you tell us a little bit about how mechanically this, this game plays out, what you're using for a basis? Is it something that you've done on your own or is it something that we're familiar with? So it is loosely based in the gumshoe SRD, uh, which I've taken the diceless uh, investigation part of the system, and I've thrown out the dice-based action part and instead written a hack that takes the investigation system and makes an action drama system that uses those same mechanics, roughly speaking. Whereas in Gumshoe, it's based on what skills you have, where do you get to take take your special success outcomes versus just an active use of your abilities versus passively what you get to know. I have set up characters to have a set of points in a yin-yang track. So as the, you know, invoking that principle from Taoism of yin-yang is supposed to imply the two flow into each other and it is a push and pull. So uh, in any given gaming session, you might start with some of your points in yang and some in yin. And when you take an action that requires you to use yang, when you spend it, it becomes yin and vice versa. And these points are used for yang for action scenes, yin for investigation and social type scenes, so that you have to do some of each or else if you get caught in the wrong type of situation then you have to suffer some dramatic consequences in order to get back to the balance you need so it kind of balances out so you can't do all combat or you can't do all or should i say action instead of combat and you can't do all right social you you need to kind of balance out what your decisions are, what you're doing and how you're approaching things, it sounds like. Exactly, go ahead. Yeah, just instead of just, oh, run out and attack everything or, oh, run out and try to talk everything down, you've got to create some kind of balance just by the mechanic, it sounds like. Right. In a lot of role-playing games, what happens is characters will extremely specialize and it will lead to a lot of times when a single player will be like, well, tell me when it's time for my shtick. Especially there can be a 
dichotomy between the person playing the fighter and the person playing the rogue, for example, doing very divergent things with their time. And in one part, this is intended to sort of short circuit that and encourage everybody to be engaged more of the time, but even more so, and we found that it does do this thing that we were hoping when we've play tested it a little bit, the flow back and forth between different types of action is meant to represent and reflect the source material, the types of uh, shows that we're trying to imitate the feel of, and it gives that feel of the kind of setup and then action that you get in Magical Girl anime and uh, Sentai type tokusatsu shows where there will be a part where you're focusing on the day-to-day -day life and the interactions of these characters and getting to know them, which will also set up for fighting the monster. Now, I'm. are you familiar with a role-playing game called Glitter Hearts, I believe it's called? I have looked into it a little bit. I have not gotten a chance to play it. I, I'm just curious, like when you're talking about the genre, this is what I'm, this is kind of the genre that I'm imagining is why I asked. It's not what I'm familiar with as much, but it's kind of, it's one I actually just bought. <laughs> so that's why I bring that up because it kind of like the genre makes yeah, me think it's of that. definitely very similar genre. Glitter Hearts is kind of straight up magical girls, make your own team, have your own series. The specific inspiration for the vigil came mostly from uh, Madoka Magica, which is a, itself is a twist on the magical girl formula. Now, is that a show or a movie or because uh, I'm not familiar with that. It is a it is an anime series of about I forget how many episodes. It's either 23 or something like that. Uh, it might be less than that. Anyway, it's a moderate to short length anime series and it also has several movies. The first two movies retell the story of the series in movie form. So shorter, but with bit better quality animation on some parts. And then the third movie adds a new story after the events of the series. And the overall tone of it, um, so warning to anyone who might be listening, I'm about to say some spoilers for Madoka Magica. <laughs> so if you don't want those, then be careful. But there is a twist revealed partway through and then a further twist revealed further through the series. The first twist is that the thing that makes you into a magical girl in that series also turns you into the witches that they fight when you eventually succumb to despair. And the next twist is and actually this character who's looked like an antagonist the whole time has been traveling back in time repeatedly to try and save the protagonist. So you kind of exist in a vacillating between the good and bad. Like you said earlier, the yin mm -hmm. and yang, you're kind of, your character isn't a, like that, like just to use old school D&D &D terms, your character isn't 
a fixed alignment on the good guy or I'm the bad guy. Those things seem to go back and forth a little bit. Yeah, for for something closer to like alignment or other like touching on morality type things, that's actually related to the character advancement system that we use in it. Your character has a few different lessons that they are working on. And these are generally related to their past, their trauma, but also the things they stand for. So uh, there will be some virtues that they stand for. There will be some insights they need to gain. And there will be some things they are determined to do no matter what. And the balance of which of those is most important depends partly on which type of character because uh, I alluded to like Sentai shows, we have magical girls front and center, but we also have like Sentai heroes and transforming armored heroes like Kamen Rider as options to play and also just chosen ones more like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. And they've got a little bit different balance. When you either succeed or fail, in ways that sync up with whichever one of your lessons is relevant at the moment, then that helps define helps your character advance along the character arc that you that is relevant to them. And that sort of helps show who they are to you and the audience, which is the other players and the uh, showrunner. Now, I want to ask something before we leave here. Just real quick, could you tell mm-hmm. our listeners about your Patreon and what's available there on the Patreon and how they can get there as well and what, what they can expect to find there? So uh, because I am developing this and some other RPG things with my uh, girlfriend, Amaranth, who goes by Jazz Elves online, uh, it's at patreon.com slash jazz RPG. Uh, we just had her start it. And that by supporting that Patreon, you can support our development of the Vigil and other RPG projects we're working on, like Belters, a game about asteroid miners in the semi-near future, and its companion game Down Below, a game about the down and out in a society that thinks it's got everybody covered, but doesn't really. I'm curious to see to see and hear a little bit more about those. You'll have to come back on and tell me a bit more about the Belchers and down below in a future episode, because that sounds interesting to me. <laughs> I'm sure you'll like them. Belters uses uh, blackjack as the resolution mechanic. Blackjack, like the card game? Exactly. <laughs> oh, my, but great. just like in Vegas, the house always wins. <laughs> the house is also slang for the universe. That's good. That sounds like fun. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm I'm a longtime sci-fi fan, and uh, my recent thing I got into was The Expanse. And when you say Belters, my mind goes right there. I, I like the politics of The Expanse. It's interesting and more re- mirrors reality than a lot of like Star Wars and stuff like that, where the politics are sadly empty and, and missing in the actual story. But I kind of like that. Well, as with any large property. It gets pretty bland in the hands of the large corporations that make the yeah. main thing. But then the fans make it real again. Yeah. That's a, what's a decent book? It sounds like a cool, it sounds like some pretty cool stuff you got going on there. And everybody, 
Uh, once again, if you didn't hear that, it was patreon.com backslash jazz RPG, J-A-Z-Z-R-P-G. Would you like to tell, we're about out of time. Would you like to tell our listeners where else they can find you online, where they can follow you or, or support you? Uh, I'm Ian W.A. Price on Twitter and my significant other is Jazzels on Twitter. I also have a website at KitsuneCG, that's K-I-T-S-U-N-E-C-G dot com, where a card game that I made a few years back is available along with merch for that. And uh, if you like anthropomorphic foxes or Japanese mythology, you might be into that game. Thank you for having me on. Oh, thank you for coming on. And as always, you can find us at wildbleasingwizards.com. That's our blog. And keep those dice rolling. <laughs>